Today, we talk multitasking. Are you a multitasking ninja? Is multitasking something you profess you can absolutely do anytime, all day long? Is it a badge of honor for you? What if I told you that multitasking is a myth? It can't be done, it can't be done well, and you actually lose time when you try to multitask and could perform better with another option. Let's discuss. Welcome to Hyper Academy. Very excited to have you here. You know, it's a ruthless world out there. How do you stand out? How do you step up and perform in a sea of competition? You don't have to be born with it. There are tips and techniques to improve your mindset and performance, and that's what Hyper Academy is all about. So we're gonna talk a little bit today about multitasking, but, but first, since you decided to join me today, I wanted to give you a gift, a, a free gift, a free guide that will help to improve upon your ability to perform when it really means the most to you. Have you ever been in those situations where you're really nervous? You've got all that nervousness and that nervous energy inside your belly. Those butterflies are flowing. Sometimes you might even feel nauseous, right? Think getting ready to give up a, to get up and give a speech. Think um, getting ready to go in to talk to your boss to ask for a raise. Um, think asking a person out on a date, or maybe you're just trying to get the courage to raise your hand and ask a question in class. This guide will give you all of the tools you need to be able to lower your blood pressure, lower your pulse rate, and give you the ability to focus with calmness and with confidence and do that thing. Best of all, it only takes 10 seconds. Three steps, 10 seconds. This is a one-page guide that will walk you through all of that detail. I guarantee it'll change your game tomorrow if you use it. Go to my website and you can get this guide. Go to hyperacademy.mykajabi.com slash 10 seconds. Hyperacademy.mykajabi.com slash 10 seconds. I'll put it in the notes for you. Um, if you uh, are on uh, YouTube and if you're on the podcast, head over to that uh, website and you'll be able to get that guide completely free of charge as my thank you to you for joining me today. So let's talk. Um, let's talk a little bit more uh, about this. And, and as I briefly mentioned, my name is Ryan Fields, um, Ryan Fields SPAC. I am a, a former captain and a paramedic with a large Metro Fire Department. And I actually started out as a volunteer, a wee little volunteer when I was in high school with the volunteer fire department in my neighborhood. And I really wanted to get into it, but I didn't have any confidence back then. I didn't have any ability to perform, especially during those really stressful incidents that we would go to. So what I did was I learned some of the different tools and techniques as I started to move into the professional sphere about how to act command and lead strategically with that poise, with that confidence and presence. And I did all of that by learning a lot of the techniques that we talk about on this channel and how to be much better at performing. Um, and now today I, I run a nationwide public safety team that does responses throughout all 56 states and territories. Um, so I'm having the opportunity to use those on a much grander scale today. So um, I'm very excited for you to be here today, but let's talk multitasking. There are three problems with multitasking. There are many more than that, but let's just stick with three today. First, multitasking allows your mind to do what it loves to do. 
our mind loves to wander, right? Anything that it can do and start thinking about something else, it only has a very limited attention span. So our mind will immediately take the opportunity to wander when we're multitasking. That is something that is truly like catnip for the mind, right? If it has the ability to multitask, we're gonna do it. It feels fantastic, right? Any of us who have felt like we're multitasking feel like we're accomplishing a ton. Um, but truly, it feels good, but it doesn't work that way because our mind simply doesn't have the capability to focus on more than one thing at a time. What the mind does is it stops what it's doing, moves to the next thing and starts up again, then moves to the next thing and then starts up again after that, right? So we're not doing all of these things in tandem together. We're doing them very quickly on individual time frames because that's how the mind is, uh, is wired and that's how it has the ability to function. So if we allow the mind to jump from thing to thing to thing, it's really exciting for it and it feels good, but it's not the most productive way to go. The second problem with, uh, with multitasking itself is that it takes way longer. When you think about doing, say, four separate things, let's say you've got an email that you're needing to write, uh, you've got a PowerPoint presentation that you need to build, you're on a Zoom call, and then you've got your little candy thing over here called your phone that has notifications that are popping up all the time, right? So if you're trying to write that email and you start out with the subject line, you get the first and maybe the second paragraph started, and then all of a sudden somebody calls on you on that Zoom call that you're trying to multitask on, well, of course you didn't hear what was going on on the Zoom call. So you have to stop your email, and then you have to go and ask the person to repeat what they asked you on that Zoom call, start back over with that process, answer that question, mute your mic, and then move from there back over to your email. So when you start doing your email again, well, what was I writing this email about? I need to start over reading the subject line. Okay, let's read the first paragraph and the second paragraph. Okay, that's where I was going. That's what I was going to talk about. Now, what was I going to say next? You have to think about that whole process and get yourself set up to begin writing that email again. And then you start writing and typing, and then you get a notification on your phone, right? Twitter pops up. Oh, well, let me just look at just really quick. I've already got my train of thought. So you pull up your phone, you take a look at your phone, and then you get locked into a 30-minute Twitter deep dive of all the nonsense that's happening in the world today. Finally, you look up, it's 30 minutes later. It feels like it's been five minutes. You still have this email open, and that Zoom call has stopped, and you're the only one on it, right? Tell me you haven't been there before. So all of these things, when your mind gets pulled away, it's focusing on that one thing, but then when you wanna go back to do what you were multitasking on, you have to start back from scratch and start building that thing all over again and get your mind primed to get to the level to where it's ready to produce. And then hopefully you don't get distracted by a presentation that you're building that you needed to get set and done 10 minutes ago, right? So all of these things, you can see how a typical day can go where you're going from one distraction to the next to the next and getting yourself back built up to perform on one thing only to get distracted again, right? That can take an exorbitant amount of time. Three, obviously you have a much poorer product in the end if you're doing it so haphazardly while you're multitasking on all of those different things, right? So if you're trying to write that email and you say, oh gosh, I just gotta get this email sent. So you're just gonna finish it off, blast it out. You're gonna have typos. It's not gonna be as coherent. That presentation isn't going to be as good or professional as you wanted. And then of course you got your phone over here, which is always that distracting thing. So you're 
product, your end product, what you're putting out to the world, whether it's a performance, whether it's a speech, whether it's a presentation, all of that will be degraded in its capability of what you typically could provide by virtue of the fact that you're doing it while you're multitasking, right? So it's definitely a challenge. So there's another way to go about this though, right? The alternative to multitasking, the antithesis of multitasking is single tasking. If you have the ability to do one thing at a time, you're able to do that one thing, finish it, and then move on to the next, and to the next, and to the next. That has a host of benefits that go along with it. And let's just talk about three of those benefits right now as well. I kind of already alluded to it, right? First, you can accomplish more by simply focusing and forcing your mind to focus on doing a single thing at a single time, you're going to accomplish that in a much shorter amount of time than you would. So take your email, right? You got your subject line, you've got your outline in your mind of what you want it to be and how you want it to read. You start writing and then you get that notification on your phone. You ignore that notification, right? You put your phone on silent and you make sure that you've been tried to pull away to that external source, you acknowledge it, you set it there, and you get right back to what you're doing. Now you'll have the ability to keep writing because you haven't lost your train of thought on the task at hand. So you finish that email, it's very clear, it's very succinct, there's no grammatical errors. You reread it because you're still single tasking and you send it off. You've now gotten that done in exponentially less time than it would have taken had you been doing all of those other three things at the same time, right? Same goes with that presentation. All right, I need to finish this presentation in a half an hour. I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to block out all the external stimuli. I'm going to stop looking at my email, and I'm just going to build this presentation right here and right now. Focusing on that, anytime I get an external stimuli, Sorry, I can't do that right now. Acknowledge it, tell your mind you're going to go back to what you were doing. You haven't lost your train of thought, and then you can move forward and you can produce, right? So single tasking, you're gonna go much faster and accomplish more, while at the same time, second, you're going to have a much better quality product by virtue of the fact that you are actually doing it all in one stop. So that email is gonna be much better. The report that you're writing is gonna be much better. Or maybe you're gonna be on a Zoom call, right? And you have, um, you're, you're focused, you're actively engaged, you're answering those questions and you have the ability to move forward with a better quality meeting, right? So good things to think about from that perspective. Um, and then you will also definitely have a better quality product on the presentation. And more importantly, when you stand up to actually give the presentation itself, that will provide you with a much better uh, capability um, to perform from that perspective as well, right? So you're gonna have a better quality product. And then third, and I think this is the most important, you will improve upon the standing and your the appreciation from other people to you and the appreciation of people around you. What I mean by that is if you are taking the time to write a very quality, succinct email, or if you are taking the time to um, uh, speak with someone directly, uh, you will absolutely be reciprocated with the higher quality and the faster delivery of that product by a much greater appreciation from that person. So whether it's your boss who gives you something that you need to do, you stop what you're doing, you get it done in a quick amount of time with a high quality, all of that's going to be vastly improved upon when they receive it quickly 
they see how good of quality it is and that's one notch in the notebook when they're coming to review time to potentially give you a raise, right? Or to look at being giving a promotion. There's two people, one person is a multitasking uh, bonanza, nothing they provide is good, it's always late versus you who is absolutely providing the right quality information in a quick amount of time and you're even more productive. It's a shoo-in, right? You're absolutely up for that promotion. More importantly though, and I think this is the biggest thing, when you're having conversations with people, if you are actively listening and you're actively giving them feedback and responding to what they're saying to you, that will go a very long way in their eyes in terms of their relationship with you, both either personally or professionally. I'm sure you've been in a situation where you're talking to someone, you're talking to them about something that's really important to you and you see their eyes glaze over, right? They're nodding. They're acting like they're listening, but you know they're not listening. And then you ask them a question and they snap out of it, right? And they have no idea what you were saying. That is a multitasking mind that is going all over the place and causing you plenty of challenges in that same vein. So if you are actively listening and you're providing that feedback and you are genuinely interested in what they are saying, you will be a star in their eyes. They will look back on you and think, boy, that person he or she was absolutely fantastic to talk to. I would love to talk with that person more. And those opportunities and those benefits really bear fruit. And I think even more important than that, your spouse, your children. If you have children and you can actively listen to your children when they're pulling on your pant leg wanting to tell you the same story they told you five minutes ago, if you focus on them, get down to their level and actively listen and respond, Oftentimes, they'll stop pulling on your pant leg moving forward, right? Because you have given them the attention single-taskingly that they deserve. So really something to think about and something to focus on moving forward. And finally, you don't have to not look at your phone. You don't have to have it completely turned off. What's nice about single-tasking is you can set time for you to single-task binging whatever's coming through on your phone, Twitter, Netflix, YouTube, I binge YouTube way too much. But if I set time aside and I can say, okay, this next half hour, I'm gonna go ahead and be on my phone and allow myself that um, the ability to just kind of wander, that will then allow you to not need that as much when you're jumping back into a single tasking perspective. So three main benefits of single tasking. So we've talked about the benefits of single tasking, but how do you actually do it? Right? So let's get some examples and let's dive a little bit deeper into some of the different capabilities and some of the things that you can do that will be single tasking, right? We've already talked about a couple of them, right? An email or building a memo. When you decide to focus directly on building that email, shutting off those external stimuli, you'll be able to write that subject and then the body of that email all in one shot and have it be much more succinct, right? So that's a good example of uh, single tasking on an email. Same goes with the memo, right? Build out your outline or your spine of what you're trying to write or the document you're producing and then focus solely on that. You don't have to spend an hour on it. You can set yourself a 20 minute timer. Focus on that, get that done, and then you can move on. Set yourself, I call it parking downhill, right? Set yourself some notes of where you are, where you were, where you wanna go next, park downhill, right, so you can take off nice and easy, and then move on to the next thing. Say you're building that presentation. Okay, I'm gonna spend 20 minutes building a presentation. I'm going to get everything set for that amount of time. 
I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna take a five minute walk, get a drink of water, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna finish building that document, right? So those are the things that you're doing deliberately from that perspective of single tasking. But there's other things that you can do too, right? You can deliberately eat from a single tasking perspective, focusing on the taste of the food, focusing on the texture, what it's like to swallow, enjoying the food. How, when was the last time that you actually sat down to dinner and enjoyed the, the food? Or were you just shoveling it in your mouth mindlessly and focusing on all of the other things, namely your phone that's next to you? I know that I do that. Um, but if you can single task on eating, it's a very good way to go. Drinking coffee, this is a great one. If you get 30 minutes to an hour by yourself, go to a coffee shop. Get your favorite coffee. Don't get it in one of those paper cups. Ask for the actual real cup and sit down, turn off your phone. Don't bring a book. Just sit and enjoy the coffee. Enjoy the smell, enjoy the heat, enjoy the vapor, enjoy the taste and how it feels going down inside your body. That single tasking on that cup of coffee can definitely do wonders for you to be able to focus and practice focusing on those things that are pulling your mind away, like your phone, like the people talking around. Um, it's a great opportunity and a great way to practice single tasking. And then finally, breathing. Maybe you could try to single task on breathing, if only just for 20 seconds, right? Focus on the air coming in through your mouth, how it feels going down into your lungs, how it expands. Same going out, right? Do that for 20 seconds, minute. That will give you a lot of opportunity to practice that single tasking too, right? So those are great ways to go from multitasking to practicing the single tasking itself. But I do have a dirty little secret for you, and I apologize. Everything that I said beforehand that wasn't single tasking, it's got another name, a more scientific name. That name is mindfulness. Now, you might be thinking, mindfulness, isn't that weird guru thing that people do um, that um, everybody's talking about that just sounds weird? Well, yeah, it is. Uh, mindfulness has a very bad PR problem. It's got a bad rap, and a lot of people use it in ways that don't necessarily mean what it is. We should be mindful about this. You need to be mindful about that. But they're not speaking about it in the context of what mindfulness really is, which is single-tasking focusing on the one thing that you're doing, being in the present moment and doing it with uh, gusto and with deliberateness. If you can be mindful about the task at hand in the present moment, you are by definition not multitasking. You are single tasking and it will bring about all of the benefits that we already talked about, right? If you can single task and improve your performance, you can really up your game dramatically in all facets of life, both personally and professionally. So let's go back to that list that we talked about, the single tasking list, and let's talk about how we can do all of those things from a mindfulness perspective, right? We talked about email, we've talked about the memo and the presentation or that report and the presentation. If you approach those from a mindful perspective, you are noting when that external stimuli pulls your mind away and you acknowledge it, right? Twitter's calling, Twitter's calling. Hey, Twitter's calling. Good, I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna come back to you in 30 minutes because I've got time scheduled for Twitter. And then you come back to what you're doing from a mindful perspective in the present moment. You will have not lost your train of thought because you've acknowledged the external stimulus, your mind's one wandering initiative. You come back and you finish your email. 
you finish your report, you finish your presentation, you're not multitasking, but you're doing them all in a deliberate manner, one at a time, right? Same with eating. You can practice the art of mindfulness and the ability for your mind to recognize when it's wandered by mindfully eating. And this is a great exercise that you can do. Taste the food directly. Smell the food. What's the texture? How does it feel? Chew it slower. Don't just swallow immediately when you get it in your mouth. And then really enjoy the color, the, um, the taste, and then enjoy the entire process of eating. And then every time your mind gets pulled to something else, like a conversation or something else over here, you can acknowledge that and come back to the present moment and focus on what you're doing there, right? Same with drinking coffee. You go to the coffee shop, order that coffee, and focus only on that. And then every time your mind gets pulled away, you can bring it back. Pulled away, bring it back. And you're focusing on the act of drinking that coffee. That will build the muscles inside of your mind to know when you're being pulled away for something, when you're doing something productive, like giving a presentation, or like uh, writing an email, or being on a Zoom call, right? All of those things build your ability to notice when your mind wanders bring it back, right? That's the crux of mindfulness is being in that present moment, staying in it, and when you get pulled out, coming back. So a lot of great opportunities that come out of that. You can only produce in the present moment, and since the brain only functions one thing at a time, mindfulness is the key to upping that game that you have and being able to improve upon um, all of the different capabilities that come about with that, right? So um, you will get a lot out of doing mindfulness and primarily from a professional perspective, you will be able to get that raise, you'll be able to uh, look better in front of your boss, you'll be able to get that promotion. If you're an entrepreneur, you will be able to look better in front of your customer, perform better and get more done in a day-to-day -day basis by using just mindfulness techniques to move forward. So. I want you to do something for me. If you are on YouTube and you're watching this right now, put in the comments, is this just all bunk? Are you a Jedi master multitasker? Can you do this? And do you think that there's no way that this single tasking mindfulness thing will improve upon your ability to perform? Tell me about it. I'm very curious to hear and let's have that argument in the comments. Or if you have the opportunity tomorrow, maybe give this a shot. Start with one thing. Maybe start with drinking your coffee in the morning or maybe start with writing that email and setting yourselves those boundaries to stay focused from a mindful perspective on that task at hand. Move to the next one and to the next one and then when your mind gets pulled out, acknowledge it and then come back and bring it together. Let me know how that works for you. I'd be very curious to have that conversation with you. And again, if you're interested in learning more about one single technique to lower your blood pressure, lower your pulse rate, quell those nerves when you're getting ready to do something that's very important to you, check out my free guide. You can download it for free, completely, one pager, nice and easy to read. You'll be able to pick it up and then be done with it in five minutes and be able to implement that today. Get my free guide at hyperacademy, all one word, dot mykajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I, dot com slash 10 seconds. Hyperacademy.mykajabi.com slash 10 seconds. Thank you for joining me today. It's been a true honor to spend a little bit of time with you. If you do like this uh, content, there will be a lot more coming every single week, and we're going to talk about all things performance, poise, confidence, and improvement in your both personal and professional life. 
So excited to see you again on another uh, episode. Have a good day. Thank you.